Rodgers at it again. It's good for the Chiefs. It's good for you as a fan. It really is, but it's bad for him. you got to stop but showing your hand, man. Chris Jones did this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, yelled at him, I yelled at him then. Right. <laughs> he doesn't want to play anywhere else. Nope. He, he showed his hand again. Mm-hmm. So he tweeted out simply, I'm grateful. Someone replied to him, extension announcement soon? You have to retire, Chief. No, you don't. You don't have to do anything. And Why does he have to retire a chief? And then he responded, I'm a chief for life. I will not play for another franchise. Why well, you're screwing yourself by saying that? Because now Brett Veach can walk in and go $3. Why, why why does he keep doing this to himself? Right. And that's what I would do if I was Brett Veach. It says right here you're not going to play for another team. $3. Yeah. 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 We'll give you $3 for the next well, season. Better, Are you in? Better minimum, probably. But well, yeah. I mean, maybe you work out it. He wants to be here. All we can afford is three dollars. Yeah. Are you in on three dollars? You in? in? Three dollars. Come on, that'll get you nothing. You can't, you can't do that. No, you, you can't. can't. You just can't. You just can't. And and it, it's interesting because I'm, I was looking at the text line from the three one zero today, and and this one it kind of gets me a little bit because it says that uh, if the Chiefs' top three players were willing to take a team discount for the greater good, their fourth best offensive lineman should be willing to do so as well. And I responded, different players care about. About different things. Chris Jones is not in the same category as Orlando Brown Jr. Orlando Brown Jr. cares about getting the bag. And as I told you in the break, if you're Orlando Brown Jr., you've already got your ring. Okay, what, what's the matter? Maybe the second one would be nice, but you're an offensive lineman. You're a football player. Every single play, you're beating your head against a brick wall for 17 Sundays plus the postseason. At some point, I would so think about my services uh, for the most amount of yeah, money. Yeah, at some point, I would say I want the most amount of money. Chris Jones realizes I've got it really good here. I love playing here. Kansas City's a great spot. I want to continue to win championships. I've made some good money. I'm still going to continue to make some good money. But being in a situation that fits me is more important than going somewhere else and getting a huge paycheck and getting a huge payday. He'll get rewarded nicely here in Kansas City, but that's what I'm talking about. Different players have different prerogatives. And I think I would be more in the Orlando Brown Jr. category. Like, you, you won a championship here. Great. Now go get paid. You like, have a certain like it, window of getting nice. paid in the NFL. It'd be nice if I stayed here. I've had an, I've had a great time. Right. Make it worth my while. Make it worth my while. Right. Otherwise, yeah. I've reached the ultimate already. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, You're not going to make it worth my while? Fine. I'm going to go find somebody who's going to pay me. Let's cash in on this thing. You know, I was I telling mean, you, too, in the break, like, if, if I'm an offensive, or not an offensive player, but if I'm a player in the NFL and I've already got a championship ring, there's a couple of things that I'm looking at before winning. Number one, the amount of money, and number two, what state and what's the tax rate? Like, those are going to be the two most important things right now if I'm an NFL player that's at free agency. And then I'd look at maybe coach winning, maybe not even top five on my list of things that I'm looking at if I'm an NFL free agent, because the window is so small for when you can get paid and by the time you reach 35 nobody even remembers who the hell you were anymore and you were just making money playing in this league and so I don't begrudge a player I never will begrudge a player for going out and getting the most money they possibly can it's the right thing to do there are there we have seen and been spoiled here in Kansas City by Chris Jones, by Patrick Mahomes, by Travis Kelsey when you have three guys that care more about winning and their legacy than money they kind of set the bar at a, at, a, at a level that's not attainable by most people. And most people shouldn't try to be attainable for that level. Most people should try to go and take the most amount of money they can in their prime earning years. Yeah. I, I wish it was all about sport. It's not. I've always, I've always broken down sport versus business and it happens in every mm-hmm. single sport. What's yeah. best for the business? Not necessarily is what's best for the sport. Correct. Right. Uh, but also think about it for yourself. Like, yeah, you you want to win, but mm-hmm. 
Do you want to make the most money at your job? Yeah, absolutely. And if you you've do. hit the top portion of your job and you go, yeah, but I, I know there's some out there that are making more than me somewhere else. Right. Don't you owe it to yourself to take a look at you it? You do. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have a problem with it at all. I don't either. You got to explore all options. And frankly, in this one, I hope somebody wants, not Jones. I, I want Jones to, to, to get done, but I, I want, I mean, if Orlando Brown has somebody else that wants to pay him more, I'm good with that. Yeah, go, go for it. I'm I'm interested to see what the plan B is. Yeah, Orlando Brown Jr. to me is not one of those guys that I'm willing to scratch a check and break the bank and screw my salary cap up for. Just not. There's other left tackles out there. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, those are three guys I could say, "Mm, maybe I would overspend for those three guys, but you don't have to because they all want to be here. They've all showed their hand, and Brett Feast is like, ha, ha, ha. And I I really like that Chris Jones has has shown his hand after this uh, this deal with Washington got done for uh, Deron Payne who signed a, a four-year, $90 million deal. Yeah. I didn't like that one being done first. But he's 25, Jones is 30. Doesn't matter. For it's these, a big for the, difference. For these purposes, doesn't matter. If I'm Chris Jones, I don't care that he's 25. I care that he's making 22 and a half per. And if I'm the Chiefs, I'm, I'm saying he's 25, you're 30, and he's going to be done with this contract before he even reaches the age that uh, you're at today. Again, free agency is about you making mm-hmm. what, what you think you should make. Right. I didn't like... Him seeing that and going, well, I'm better than this guy, man. Yeah, and he is. I'm, 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 I'm way better. I, I was hoping deal- Payne would get away from Washington. We sign him here and have Chris Jones and Payne next to each other. Yeah. Could you imagine that defensive line? That that's a guy I would spend for in free that'd be, agency. That'd be a nice little team. Yeah. So he got four for ninety. Chris Jones' last deal was four for eighty mm-hmm. with sixty guaranteed. Uh, I don't know what he's going to be uh, to asking for now, but I don't care that there's a. If I'm Chris Jones, I don't care. That there's a five year difference. I'm going. Well, I want to make top. I, this guy's getting twenty two and a half per. Let's talk. Let's talk. And yeah. So I was a little disappointed in that one. I'm like, oh, I wish they had got the extension done real quick. Sound like that that they were looking at again the timetable for Chris Jones being a little bit later mm-hmm. to be able to get something done. But I've been told the timetable for Chris Jones was after the draft. I hope he doesn't just get big eyes now and say, "Well, I said I was going to be a chief for life, but yeah, right, <laughs> but because." Because other guys are making money. But, Josh, you can't do that. You can't send that tweet out there and then go back on it because then you'll never hear the end of it. That would You'd have to deactivate your Twitter account and go into a hole and hide like Aaron Rodgers did for four days yeah. in order for people to forget about that. Like, yeah. he, he tweeted that out. He's got to sit here. He's got to now stay in Kansas City. I mean, Otherwise, people are going to be all over Chris there's Jones. There's no right? wiggle room. There's no, a, there's none. say, I'm a chief for life for now. For now. Or, I'm leaning towards not playing for another franchise. Right. Nothing like it's that. Really no, it's definitive. It, it's very <laughs> definitive. I am a chief for life. Okay. They're very good. Three dollars for another franchise. Three dollars is what we're okay. going to offer you right now. You said it right here. It says right here in 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 Twitter, and people can screenshot this that you're a chief for life, Chris. Yeah, I saw three dollars. Three dollars. How about five? All right, we'll give you. We'll, you know what we'll do? We'll split the difference at four dollars a year. Right, we'll give you four money. bucks a year. You can. Uh, and you, you know what we'll do? We'll give you the Big Mac for sack thing again, so you get a free meal on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. You get a free one, right? Not, not buy one get one. You get correct. Two free ones. You get two free ones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So no, the the pain deal. You're right. I saw that yesterday too. But I'm like, that's a five year age difference. And you, you you know, there's. I don't think there's any way Chris Jones is getting a four year deal. I I would think a two year extension and maybe a garbage year at the end. That's a third year. I mean, you have to remember, Chris Jones is getting up there in age right now. Is he playing good football? Yeah. But we all know that that brick wall comes very fast in the NFL. And a guy that played great in 2020. 
2022, there are no guarantees that that, that guy's going to play great in 2023 because it falls off fast. And it comes when you don't even expect it and you're not looking for it and you're not waiting for it. It just happens. And then you go, what happened to that guy? And so that's why you have to be careful how far out you are going to extend Chris Jones. I think, in my opinion, a two-year deal with a third-year option garbage year is kind of the way I would go. And I would kind of progress each year with Chris Jones almost on a year-to-year basis. How is he still playing? Can he still dominate? Is it still worth that money? And see how far you can go on basically one-year deals with Chris Jones. Because once you get over that 30 mark where he is right now, that becomes fool's gold that you're spending, and it becomes money that all of a sudden could look really bad. I hope they I do. I hope they work together. I hope it's I hope it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh Chris has been great, and I'd love to see him play his entire career here. Sure. Yeah. Doesn't always happen that way. Right. Especially for I think now in this age of mercenary defensive linemen, yeah, it'd be really rare. Sure it is. I would think that at the end of your contract, you're not thinking, well, let's go play a year here, you're there, right? you're everywhere. Um, I don't know how that wouldn't enter your, your line of thinking nowadays with the way teams are buying defensive linemen late in the process. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you could hold yourself to. I'm not. I won't play for a franchise. Yeah, I did. I, I, I want to play yeah. here for now with an extension, but at the end of it, I'm going to keep my options. Uh, open. I'm going to keep my, my options open. Pay me a, a boatload of money for a one year deal. I'm going to go try those for a couple yeah, years. Absolutely, you, know? you should do that. And and the pain deal too. You know, you got to wonder. Why are you signing a long-term deal in Washington? You know, that team may change ownership. They may change head coaches. That's turmoil. It's an awful franchise, and yet you decided to stay. Because they gave me four for 90. Four for 90. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. But also, too, if you're if you're Dan Snyder, you're not paying that bill. You might as well have signed him four for 100. Screw the next guy. <laughs> That's true, too. Right? Like, Screw the care. next guy. Not I'm my... selling this team in a month. What do <laughs> like, I care? It's not going to be my contract. Yeah. So I'll just put these... I'm getting $6 billion for this thing. That'll be your issue. I'll put this team in cap problems, and I don't care. Right. Yeah, you're right. Why don't we just blow it out of the water? Yeah, why not? At this point in time, sign, sign Tyler Henneke to a new deal, too. While oh, you're guaranteed. At it. He guarantee four, everybody money. Four for 120. Guaranteed. Not yours, Dan. Go ahead. Yeah, guaranteed. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. I guess you don't completely do that because you still have to get your money and you don't want the league. I saw something yesterday. He's not taking less than $6 billion for want, the franchise. You don't want the uh, the league stepping in and trying to do anything. You're just like, I just take my check, please. Mm-hmm, take mm-hmm. my $6 billion check, I'll please. Take and, $6 billion and, and go. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend was a uh, was an anniversary. This is unbelievable. For uh, for Patrick Mahomes. And no, not the, the way. Right. I think that, that happened as well mm-hmm. over the, uh, the weekend. But um, this was uh, from high school. The best quarterback in all of class. Back in football season, Patrick Mahomes Jr. was the best quarterback in all of Class 4A. Just two weeks ago, he was named the District 14-4A Basketball Player of the Year. Now it's baseball season, and by the way, Patrick, really good at that sport today uh, as well. Today, pitching against Mount Pleasant and their stud, Michael Kopech. Both guys pitching the mid-90s. Major leaguer. But it's Patrick Mahomes Jr. getting the win on the mound, 2-1. to one. His stat line, incredible. 16 strikeouts in a complete game. No hitter, just four walks. That's the reason why it wasn't a perfect game. White House is now 13-0 on the year and look well on their way to return to the state tournament like they did back in 2013.
Mm. How about that? Watching the video of him in 2014 pitching in high school, and I'm looking at him, and, I'm, and this is the thought that I have. I wonder if he realized he's going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL back there when he's pitching for White House High School, and he's you know twirling a no-hitter against some other school that you've never heard of. That was KT, KYTX, CBS 19. That is, yeah, very good. Nicely done out of you. That's, That's the uh, East Texas accent right that, there. That had uh, had the, uh, the game. Yeah. And apparently... His logo was the Wildcat, the 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 Power Cat, the Power Cat. Oh, is it really? I didn't realize that's what that. It was in the, oh, that's kind of cool. Newscast, anyway. All right. Oh yeah, I did see that. I yeah. just thought that was K State. They it were was, moving on from that story. Yeah, I didn't... it was the uh, the it was a, the Power Cat in the in the color red. Yeah. So anyway. very good by Patrick Mahomes. Though. No hitter yeah. in high school. Yeah. Guy could dominate, man. It's unbelievable. Sixteen strikeouts, no hits. I don't know why he walked four guys. He needs to work on that accuracy if he wants to amount to anything. So yeah, he was. He was big then too. I mean, like yeah, big, yeah, yeah, big kid. He looks like a pitcher here. Mm-hmm. I know he's got an infinity ERA in college, right? But, uh, he looks like oh yeah, that guy could that guy could pitch. Mm-hmm. All right, looks he's all right. peaked in high school guy, I yeah, guess maybe. is what you can say. Yeah, which is most people. I mean, imagine that. I mean, every high school you thought you had that like that good athlete, mm-hmm. right? Whatever. Then Mahomes, right? Who was good in basketball and football and baseball. But never to the level where he was the highest recruited guy in any sport ever. Mm-mm. Right? Which is weird. What was he, like a 40th round pick of the Tigers? I take him over that Jonathan Bolin right now. Texas wanted him to be a safety. Yeah, Texas wanted him to be a defensive back. The Nobody frog, recruited him in basketball. Horns. The Froghorns, yeah, the Froghorns. No, they're the Long Frogs. Austin okay. is the Long Frogs. Fort Worth are the Frog, frog Horns. horns. Okay, I couldn't, According I, to Clark Kellogg, I anyway. Just, I just keep getting confused. But keep an eye on those Texas fro- Frog Horns. They- yeah, the Frog Horns. Yeah, that's TCU. Okay. So the gotcha. Long Frogs wanted him to be a safety. Mm. And then he went to Texas Tech, and they said, yeah, sure, you can play quarterback here. Thank goodness for Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, if you want to be thankful for <laughs> for Cliff Kingsbury, right? We should be more thankful for Cliff Kingsbury yeah. than for anybody yeah. in Kansas City because he allowed Patrick Mahomes to go to Texas Tech and play quarterback. Had he not done that, and the, and the Long a, Frogs made him go play safety, who knows where he is he'd today? Have been another probably highly recruited safety, right, in the NFL, probably out of Texas, out of Texas. Not quite the same as being the greatest quarterback. Not not the same at all. No, <laughs> could be a little bit. Could be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we had the paper champs. We're getting closer to the paper champ season. Oh, God, it starts today at 11 right. a.m. Can't wait. And so we'll have the the scramble on today when legal, legal tampering happens. Uh-huh. And we'll have teams anointed and teams crowned and uh, championships won. Right. And I don't know. We, we should be keeping better track of these, I think, as, as an NFL. Mm-hmm. Who was going to win on what day? Well, see, last year it was Denver. They they were ready to roll, and then they got usurped by the Raiders, who were then re- usurped by Miami once they got Tyreek Hill. And then there was Buffalo. And then there was Buffalo. <laughs> and, and then there's Maud. And then the Chargers. Yeah, right. So there, there's it, it does vary, but there should be certain dates that are kept track of mm-hmm. as a league. So you can go back and you can chart these and say, oh, yeah, I remember when dot, 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 Insert team. Right. Won it all on March 15th. And this was also the same time last year where Bart Scott said the Chiefs weren't going to win the division or make the playoffs. Mm, mm, mm. Fast forward, they won the Super Bowl, Bart. Yeah. This time last year, too, it was Buffalo and all Buffalo and all Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Especially that division. Oh, God. Well, that division a year ago was nothing. You had a bad New England team, a Jet team without a quarterback, and the Dolphins trying to figure things out. And that division ended up now being really competitive. Mm-hmm. 
And the FC West was going to be so good this time last year. Just, right. just so competitive. So competitive. Everybody's so going to win. Right. And then it wasn't. Uh-huh. So things can be completely misfired this time of the year. Absolutely. And they usually are misfired this time of the year. That's why this time of year is the silly season. And nothing that happens at this time of the year is indicative as to what teams are going to do once the ball gets kicked off in September. So now the party division is the AFC East. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, that's right? where you want to be. Like, Dol- that's where everybody's putting all their money this year, the right? Dolphins loaded up. Yep. People are questioning the bills, but they'll probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's there's a lot of infighting going on up there in Buffalo. Stephon Diggs may be a major problem that they need to get rid of. Yeah, he was a major addition. I mean, that guy now God. is questioning where they're going. Yeah. Which is, which is you don't scary. want that. You don't need that. And then we still have, you know. Aaron Rodgers to, right. to contend with. Has he signed anywhere yet? Or has he been traded to the Jets yet? Do we no. know? Has we been updated as it's 8 o'clock on the East Coast no. now? Things have not leaned. Things have not leaned. Right. It looked like that uh, people felt like it was going to happen last week and hasn't quite got there yet. But but suddenly this is the most talked about, should probably be the most talked about division. Well, it's going to be the most fun division, too. I mean, when, when you can start to look at what's going on right now, Buffalo obviously has got a really good quarterback. They've got other issues that they need to deal with right now. The Jets are a quarterback away with a really good roster. The Miami Dolphins, I still think, are a quarterback away in New England. And and so you've got those four teams right now that everybody's going to be talking about. And in the AFC East this year, I think we're seeing what happened in the AFC West last year where everybody got excited about all of these teams and then the Chiefs just continued to do what they do and won and won that division. I don't know what's going to happen in the AFC East this year. I don't, I don't in my opinion, I believe the window is barely open still for the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how big a window they have anymore. I look at the Jets right now, and I look at that roster, and I'm in love with that roster, Josh. You know that I've been talking about that roster for a long time. Yeah, but. I've always thought they were a quarterback <laughs> away. Yeah. They get Aaron Rodgers. Now we're talking about something completely different in New York than what we've dealt with for the last 50 years with that Jet franchise. I still think Miami's a quarterback away. I don't care that they picked up two as you know his fifth-year option. I still think they need a better quarterback. Tua has shown that he's prone to injury and that he's okay. He's not a great quarterback. He's a fine quarterback. You don't win in the NFL with a fine quarterback. And then you have the New England Patriots. And I don't know what's going on in New England right now. And I think New England is back to where they were before Tom Brady, where they were a perennial basement dweller in the AFC East. And that's what they were. Tom Brady came in, saved that franchise, got him a new stadium, and the rest, as they say, is history. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens up in New England. But I think if you're ranking them right now, assuming that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets, I think the New England Patriots are the last place team in that division right now. Right now, I saw a story the other day. Actually, maybe it would have been this morning, you know, when I got in early. It was one of those deals where old owners may be spending a lot of money for one more run before they, and then it went dot, 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 dot. And it had Jerry Jones, it had uh, Robert Kraft, it had Stephen Ross down in Miami. Some of these older owners are starting to see mortality, and they're thinking to themselves, I, I want to win another go championship. Yeah. I got to go for it. So there's rumors out there that New England, Dallas, and Miami may be spending oodles of cash once the free agent market starts at 11 o'clock mm. this morning. Mm-mm. Let them. Uh, you mentioned Stephon Diggs. Uh, he was on uh, the HBO's The Shop mm-hmm. and was really kind of scratches as to why it's gone wrong. Doesn't make any sense why Buffalo hasn't advanced the FC Championship game in the last two years, he says. Like, I will rack my brain with this bleep at some point. I think it's more execution than anything. Bleep is small little pieces on why bleep is not going right. You can rack your brain. Like, we got the players. We got the plays. 
Why is bleep ain't coming together? Right. He is he sounds, blaming the coach? I don't know. Sounds terribly frustrated. Certainly on the field, it looked like he was very frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's, everybody loved when he stood on the field and watched the Chiefs celebrate a couple of years ago and thought that's the way a leader does. He's watching and he's going to remember. Hasn't been any good since. They progressively lost each year further and further. And he was frustrated, remember, on the field after the Bengals game. Absolutely. Yeah, he left the locker room in his uniform like Jake Taylor right? with the bullpen car. It's like this is not – his head's not in the right space mm-hmm. for them. And I think – And very, that's hard, man. He's your weapon. I think he's a very, very important piece. Yeah. Like a, like a huge piece that they went and got at the perfect time when they needed it. Mm-hmm. Right? Made the trade. Got that kind of missing piece, got that guy for his quarterback, and now he's questioning what's going on here and why it's going wrong. Yeah, well, that's been on a while. They need another piece. I still think for them to sign Barkley and give up two picks is worth it for them. And then outwardly has shown it now multiple times. Uh He's not in the right frame of mind for them. No, he really isn't. He's got to be the guy that they're following. He's questioning it. Yeah. That's not good. You don't like that. No, no. You don't like that at all if you're in Buffalo. I'm not saying 6-11, and but... Uh, <laughs> no, but I, 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 I think the window's closing on them very fast. I, again, their defensive coordinator took a leave of absence. Jordan Poyer does not want to be there. Tremaine Edmonds may be gone as well. Now, they did re-sign Matt Milano to a deal. He covers tight ends better than anybody else. Anybody, yeah. But you've got your best weapon on offense out there questioning what's going on. And, and, and if he's questioning what's going on, what's the rest of that team feeling right now? So if you're in Buffalo, you got to be feeling really uneasy right now if you're a Bills fan because you can kind of see the crack starting to form. How are they going to stop that crack from starting to form? Yeah, some of their free agents include uh, Shaq Lawson, Jordan Phillips, Tremaine Edmonds, mm-hmm. Jordan Poyer. Edmonds you and Poyer are both captains, too, and both can leave that team. Poyer's as good as gone. I mean, he's already said that. Yeah. Cole Beasley again? Yeah, <laughs> God. No, I still think giving two first-round draft picks yeah. for Saquon Barkley is the they've right move for of, Buffalo. They've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And probably some uh, crisis mending with their, their star wide receiver. Yep. Which is seemingly a problem. A big problem. Uh, Tyreek raised some fellow old men. We'll get to that next. From the text line, Josh, from the 913, you guys should start a new segment called Yell It Out. Spec will never know the difference. That's not a bad idea. Mm, just rename it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some alliteration, though. Find me alliteration. We got a chance. That's hard to do on that one. I don't want to say anything, but we got away with it. Yeah, he didn't know. Everyone. We did. We got away with he it. He had never mentioned it. Been back not a, a week. Not, not, a not a thing. thing. Not a thing. So... I don't know what to make of this. I didn't even consider this because I was like, did he race like old men? I'm glad he's doing it. That's fine. Like go out and race like real race. Right. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, Tyreek Hill won a U.S. track and field event. In uh, Louisville, Kentucky, in the master's division, though. Correct. Which are the uh, which like old people Which are the old dudes. Tyreek Hill in the blocks. As he races for the first time on a track in nine years. Men's 60 meters. And it's over. And those block start practices were uh, working pretty well during the week. And look at him take the win here as we'll await that official time. But welcome back to the track, Tyreek Hill. You have won the USATF Masters title here at 60 meters. 670 will be the official time 
Now, he did smoke the competition. Masters champion. Yeah. (laughs) Tyreek Hill. Here's your green jacket. So the Masters, which features sprinters between the ages of 25 and 29 years old. Yeah. Which in, I guess, racing terms would be old Old, people. old, yeah. So basically he was running against like us, us. in the, in the, uh, the uh, combine. Mm-hmm. And he smoked these kids. I mean, he smoked them. You well, didn't even see the, the other guys on the screen. because yeah, they're, the, they're all the same age. But uh, he, it wasn't even close. It was like, is he going to race somebody actually fast? Yeah. Well off like top end, you know, world speed times or whatever. But not bad. No. And considering he hasn't run on a track. Now you sound like a baseball a person. Time, well, you know he hasn't I mean? run on a track. His back's hurting from standing too long. It wasn't elite, but it was fast. Yeah. You know no, I mean? he, he smoked. Like, just watch the video. The video is just awesome because you. it looks like he's running against himself because there's nobody else in the picture. No, he, 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 he smoked these. Things, I mean, he really. smoked these guys, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, it's like zoom, gone, done, wins. And, and he should have, right? If he got beat by one of these guys, we go, what's going on with Tyreek Hill? Why is he not winning this event? Well, then you'd say, well, these guys are training all the time. Right, they're, they're right. Doing this you'd have baseball excuses. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So it, it, to me, he did what he had to do. Had he lost that race or not smoked these guys, everybody would be questioning, has Tyreek Hill lost a step? But 25 to 29 is his age range, right? He's in that age category. So it wasn't like he was just, you know, racing old men or something like that. He was racing people his age and absolutely demoralized. But all I mean, of them. he beat Danon Brass, mm-hmm. Brian Burnett the second, okay. Curtis Bell, yeah. and Ryan Sugahara. Okay. All I, household names in the racing I, community. I don't know any of these people. Oh. But he beat them by about like a half second. I mean, he so, smoked I mean, them. Yeah. Yeah. Smoked him. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It was so funny. The last, pl- the last, the fourth and fifth place guys were more than a second behind him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he was he was cooking. No, he was moving, man. I, I don't know if he was racing anybody, but he was moving. Right. If so. he was a chief, would he be doing this right now? Probably not. Right. Why? Because they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. But good for him. Like yeah. go out and compete. Sure. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Beating a- the beating the doors off of someone's even yeah. better yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I thought for a moment when he was in, it was in Louisville. I'm like, oh no, like one of those like rigged for things, like racing a horse. No, like, no, down no, the, oh down God. the back stretch at, yeah. at Louisville. There's like, no way a human can we, beat a horse. Are we doing those dumb things again? <laughs> I are... mean, that Michael Phelps swimming against a fake shark, yeah, like like yeah, that was yeah, ridiculous, yeah, yeah. right? I bought into that. I'm like, oh, Michael Phelps is going to swim against a shark, yeah, and it was I a CG way, shark. Gosh, I'm like, come I on, wasted way too much of that one. But I would like to see a, a human race a horse. I don't know that yeah. we'll ever get to that 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 point where a human can beat a horse. I just don't think that is possible. But you never know. So, but when I saw Louisville, I was I was like, oh no, what is this? Is this mm-hmm. like a real thing? So, just Google man races horse too. You can see a few of those are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But didn't Johnny Weissmuller race a horse at one point? I don't know. I would think they're usually sprinters, but man versus horse. This is June of twenty-two. Uh, a member of some running club beat a horse quite comfortably. And then, you're, then you're like, okay, did they get a terrible horse? Wait, did that horse know? go to the glue factory yeah. afterwards? Yeah. So a horse like 90 years old, smoking a cigarette all, is like, fine, I'll race this guy. All I know is Tyreek Hill is master's champion. Congratulations, so, Tyreek. Wear that green jacket proudly. He's got, he's, he's got that title. Uh, then there's this from the, uh, the world of, of, of college baseball. Mm-hmm. And... Umpire mad at player? Sure seems that way. Uh, New Orleans was playing Mississippi Valley State, and you know what happens when those two teams get together. 
Oh, I was waiting for it. I didn't know. I was I was I was hoping you'd you tell throw me. out the records. Oh, oh, okay. You actually throw out the strike zone. Apparently, oh. two outs in the ninth. Left fielder Devon Mims is at the plate. Argues one call and then it gets thrown out at another one. It's a big gamble to take in the ninth. One one called a strike there and it's one and two and oh my, Mims is showing where. Th- one, two coming. It's down. Oh my gosh! Wow! He got rung up on ball two and the game is over. Oh my goodness, that is horrific. Well, the privateers win the game, a game they looked like they were going to win anyway, but Hummer just wanted to go home. That's the best part of the whole call. The umpire just wanted to go home. So I've never call. seen a call that egregious in my life. On ESPN Plus. I mean, this ball is so far low and outside. It's unbelievably bad. It would have hit a left-handed batter had it had there been a lefty up there. So this this guy, uh, Devon, is it Devon? Devon Mims? How the hell do I know? He argues, he argues the, the first one, like, emphatically. Right, and it was a bad call. It was a bad call, but he jumps out of the box, and he's trying to... Ah. Right, right. And so the umpire's pissed, and so they're like, oh, you think that one was bad? Rings him up and on the next bad up. pitch. And this yeah. pitch is so far outside and low. I mean, it's Angel Hernandez-esque. And then I will credit the opposing catcher probably saved this guy from a suspension and probably bad trouble, because he's he spun around and was going towards the umpire, bat still in hand, and the opposing catcher was like, no, 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 and grabs the kid and pulls him away from the umpire. Like the opposing catcher mm-hmm. might have saved the day in this May- whole Maybe, thing. but here's the deal. As the umpire, you have to be bigger than the athlete, right? You're policing a game. You made a bad call. The guy got mad at you. You know, and I understand umpires live in this, this this pious world where nobody can criticize anything that they do, which is part of the reason why I criticize them a lot because they think they're infallible. And so they sit on these thrones and they think they're better than everybody else. And they look down. The kid was pissed about the, the strike. And did he react the right way? Probably not. But as the umpire, you have to realize this is a game. These are kids that are in college. You have to be bigger than the situation. And you can't allow the way that he acted to affect the way that you're calling a game because now the umpire is the guy he's been suspended, right? This guy's been suspended by college baseball because of that call and how bad it was. And in this day and age with gambling and everybody betting on games, regardless of what it is, you got to start questioning the legitimacy of sports. When you see calls like that happen, you can't make a call like that. If you're an official, because you're holding a grudge against, the kid who showed you up because you messed up the first strike call that you made in that at bat. That's the worst call that I've ever seen. We've seen some bad calls. The Derek Johnson forward progress call was pretty bad. This is as bad a baseball call as you will ever, ever see. When I umpired Little League, I made a call really bad and that was 30 years ago, Josh and I'm still sitting here today talking about damn, I really missed that call and I'll never forget it. It was a strike in the dirt. I called strike three. Game was over. It was a bad call. I effed up and and, and I to this day regret it. That was a little league baseball. Okay. Those kids probably will never remember that call. This is college baseball. There's a lot more at stake. And if you're an umpire that's making a call like that, cause you're holding a grudge against a player, you need to be fired and no longer be part of umpiring in, in, in collegiate baseball, because you have shown that you can't do the job properly. The good news is he has been suspended. So yeah, right. He has been the Southland conference uh, reviewed. The umpire's conduct and action were deemed detrimental to the conference and in violation of the character and conduct. Well, it is. Of the uh, 
who knew this? The CCA Mechanics Manual for Baseball. Oh, wow. So there is a book. Wow. How about that? I was wondering. Everybody talked about the book. The book's out on you. So there it is right there. Yeah. Uh, this umpire has been in, uh, suspended indefinitely from South, Southland Conference baseball. Yeah, you can't do that. As the umpire, you have to be the bigger person. You I have mean, to watching be. Watching this again, this is the, this ball is. I mean, so it's not even close. Far low and away, it's unbelievable. It's like there not are times even close. We're, we're like arguing about inches. You know, whoever's strike zone, Angel Hernandez strike zone or whatever. You Name another umpire. Yeah. That didn't. That didn't look good. This was not even this. This was not even close. No, not even close. Not even in the ballpark. Not, I mean, like, it was so far low and outside. It would have hit the batter had he been a lefty. A yeah. uh, great post-game interview happened from college basketball, which the kids will have to Google it. Right, yeah. Uh, we'll explain next. I've only got, I think, one more traffic. I don't, I don't think. Uh, she goes through 8 o'clock, I doesn't know, she? I, I know, but I. Oh, you said 745. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you she's not going to mess up today. I don't know. Got one more opportunity at it. Come on, give me, give me a wrong station. There you go. From very, the text line, Josh. Very I don't know. excited. She's very excited when there's wrecks. Well, so. it gives her something to do. Um, here's from the text line. I, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to trust your judgment on this one. Just in from the 913. Does Singer have what it takes to lead the Royals to 500 after that dismal performance last night? I don't know. You know what? I asked you this morning. We came in here. I said, was there a baseball game I was supposed to be paying attention to last yes, night? Yes, that started at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And you time. said USA-Mexico, which I knew ha- was happening. But I knew it was happening late. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like I don't care. I, I didn't even search out for it. It wasn't on F- Fox or something or FS1. FS1, or yeah. Something I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care about the World Baseball Classic. I know I'm supposed to. I don't care about I it. I talked to... to uh, so USA-Mexico started at... Nine o'clock? Near Eastern. Well, Central Time. Yeah, whether it's got nine, started at a time, I don't know. Nine, you know, games and baseball, right? Nine o'clock yeah. central. So why not drum up why not drum up some interest in your in your 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 event? Right. USA Mexico is always, you know, in terms of like our area's international that's a it big, was standing room only last a, night a, in Arizona. That's a, that's a big matchup. Huge event last night. Nine o'clock on a Sunday night. Nine o'clock Sunday night. Awesome. That's how we're Sign getting kids. Up. Yeah, that's how we're getting kids into the game, right? Sign me up for that. I, I don't know what the term is where you only care about your country. I think it's like Mesopotamic or something like that. And I am very Mesopotamic when it comes to it that. Is, I yeah, want to yeah. watch America take on Mexico. Those that's my team, right? You you root for your country. And they had World Baseball Classic games on all day yesterday. I was I was in and out, like watching the Great Britain uniforms, which everybody seemingly was talking about, some of the worst uniforms you've ever seen uh, in in sports. Like somebody forgot to get their uniforms and they ran to dicks on a Tuesday night and had somebody make them in the back their, room. Their mom was yeah, the, the, ironing on letters yeah, for them. right, yeah, yeah, right. So it was it was really, really, really bad uh, for their uniforms. The simplicity. I, I I give Great Britain a tip of the cap on the simplicity side of things, but just horrible uniforms. Like when you get your uniforms, the players are like, "Really, this is what we're wearing?" Um, so you had you had Venezuela playing. I think you get that bo- you get that box sent to you. Like, oh my god, god I can't wait to I see the wait uniform. To right, my country, and, and then it's a great uniform. And, it's just this Great Britain and, and like eleven point aerial. Yeah, it was bad. It was awful, right? It was like bad. it was really, really, yeah. really, really bad. And and they're not like, using a lot the of club baseball teams around here. Are like, Pfft. yeah, we got better uniforms than that, Come right? On. Like, so so I'm, I, they I probably I, all have like one bat. Total total hacks. Oh, it's like they're probably carrying their own bags and they have one bag. One bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was told by somebody who would watch Great Britain play against the Royals last week. They're not a very good team, so the uniform kind of sums them up, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of sums them up well, for, you know, for what they are. Right? You look good, play good. I, I agree. They're not. 
They're not playing because they don't Canada look good. had these nice red jerseys with white piping. They look nice. They look really sharp. And then okay. you got Great Britain going like wearing like uniforms that just said Great Britain on them. Like like picture the Yankees and Boston Red Sox road uniforms with gray that just say their city name across it. Those look spectacular compared to what Great Britain was mm-hmm. rolling out there. I mm-hmm. mean, it was as bad as you could get, right? And so, um, you know, I, I, I was watching a little bit of of that Great Britain game before the selections show came on. And if baseball really wanted to grab the attention of America, why wouldn't you have put the United States versus Mexico in primetime yesterday on Big Fox instead of Bob's Burgers and you know, the Simpsons? You, you have had a captive audience yesterday. Why are you making that face at me? Don't don't try to doubt about Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons. You you got an opportunity, though, to to push this game forward. Like, you're trying to market this game. And from what I was told, there were standing room only tickets for that game last night in Phoenix. Like, it was a packed house. It would have been a great atmosphere. I talked to our guy Marlins man down in Florida yesterday. He was at the Venezuelan game where Salvi went absolutely nuts and was crushing homers and driving in runs and doing everything. He said the first time in 10 years in that stadium, they opened the upper deck. And, and people were excited. Good atmosphere. Why don't you want to get that on primetime television to let people know, hey, there can be some fun in baseball. Look at what it's doing. 10 o'clock at night, last night, on Sunday night, you start America versus Mexico. Literally makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't want to hear that it was a West Coast game. There were other games played in that ballpark that you could have you know, changed around and put the Americans versus Mexico right there in primetime on Fox. But they chose not to do that. That's baseball in a nutshell right there. A captive sports audience yesterday. That's Yeah, okay. Uh, so, no, I don't know the answer to that person's question. We will ask Vern coming up at 830. Right, he was there. Josh he was Vernier, there last night. Josh Vernier, our yeah. insider, very excited about the WBC. Right. Um, and he will uh, he will diagnose the singer outing versus the, the long term. Yeah, how it works. And, and, and I heard yesterday. Uh, if, if you want to take good, I guess hitters doing well. Right. Uh, Team Italy with Nicky Lopez yeah, and Vinny, Vinny Pasquantino doing well. Salvi went on a terror. Salvi was nuts yesterday. Apparently yesterday. Yeah. Singer, maybe not so much. We'll get the uh, the landscape from Vern coming up at 830. I got a text in my text group yesterday uh, from a friend, Garrett. He, he goes, the Royals are 14-2 and two in spring training. This will sure transfer to the regular season, right? And our friend Paul chimes in and says, they've already been declared World Series champs in an effort to speed up the game. I wish that was, that was really good. I wish that was really good. Yes. Did you know the Royals were 14 and two in the spring? Uh, somebody told me they were doing well. I don't, I didn't know don't what know, well don't was. Know what, though. Don't know what that means. You know, we'll be selling. We'll be selling 2023 cactus league t-shirts here before long. I've cactus never league received Champs one t-shirts. of those and I'm so bummed about it. We're, well, we're going to sell them. We'll get them out okay. there. Yeah, right. yeah, right. absolutely. Okay, if they we'll win the cactus it, league, we're sure. selling cactus league champion t-shirts. Those have never been out there. And they should be. Sure, they should. I'd have, I'd have purchased one right. many times. We're selling them. Okay, good. Yes, we good. will put them up Just for sale. It. Just win if it. they win the Cactus League, we will sell them. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, kids, you're going to have to uh, Google this coach's answer, but it's great. Uh, Matt Painter, Purdue's head coach. May have to Google him as well. Maybe. It's been there a while, though. You should know him. About his uh, Purdue team's play in the, uh, the, uh, the Big Ten tournament. Well, Coach, certainly an interesting ending. That press got you again. Yes. How did you guys pull it out, though, down the stretch there? Yeah, you just got to be able to pass and catch and take care of the basketball. Like, it ends up being like Keystone Cops. Like, we got to have some guys that have a little bit better savvy and be able to jump stop, make a play, make a pass. And it, it's really not that hard. And uh, uh, it's, it, it's kind of bewilders you at times. But um, we have great guys. We've worked hard. We put ourselves in a great position. And then we just took our, you know, our foot off the pedal. They were up by like 16 with four minutes to go and almost lost the game. It's like, is that that hard? 
It's not, just got to pass and catch and not act like Keystone cops running around out yeah, there. Yeah. Google Reno 911. That'll get you your Keystone yeah. cops. I just Googled Keystone cops just for fun. Yeah. Let's see what comes up. What comes and up? The Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. Keystone cops are a fictional, humorously incompetent policeman yeah. featured in the silent film slapstick comedies produced by Max Sennett for his Keystone film company between 1912 and 1970. Okay, so that's your era. That's not even my like grandparents' era. It's over a hundred years ago. We're still using that terminology Correct. today. Yeah. Correct. Which is really funny. Yeah. He goes and he says, Keystone cops. I don't know what the his players are like, what? Like like idiots is what yeah. it is. You they know? barely know what it yeah. is. Let alone, let alone he's like, told my kids they played like Keystone Cops out there. His kids are like, excuse <laughs> me, you're doing what, what now? Who? Keystone like who? Cops. Yeah, Google who? it. It's a bunch of a bunch of idiots running around trying yeah. to, to trying to yeah. accomplish something. And that's yeah. kind of what they look like yesterday. That press got them good at the end of that game yesterday. He's like, it's not that hard. All you got to do is throw the ball and catch the ball. Yeah. I wish we had more post-game interviews like that from coaches who try to hard. make excuses. Yeah. Oh, our kids really battled out there today. No, we were up by 16 with like four minutes to go, and they almost effed the whole thing up. Yeah. Said we have coaches out here telling you, Oh, you know what? It's not, it's not about the wins and losses. We got good kids. We got good kids. They yeah, like each right, other. Right, right. They're yes. really resilient. Right. Yeah, so is every team. Yeah. Coach, tell me something different. About they battled team. hard for 40 minutes. They just battle hard, and they like each other. They play for one another. We're out it's, there, left it all on the floor, wore it on our shirt sleeve. They're just great kids. We're doing it for the, for the fans, and oh, my God, four days here in Ohio really got us moving. Mm. Thanks, Coach. No, go out there and just say what you mean. Our guys were really good at the end. We're lucky to win. Yeah, we threw the ball over the gym. <laughs> we look like a bunch of Keystone cops out there. We can't do that again. I oh, tell you, it's trouble. a big win for our program. Excuse me? Uh, so KU, K-State, MU all make the field. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them playing at the same time, which is, yeah. It sucks. Yeah, Let's just call it what it is. Kansas and Missouri play at the same time yeah. on Thursday, like one in the afternoon. 1240 and one. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Missouri takes on Utah State. It had that game bet at Utah State. It would have been like would've going been down. huge. Yeah, it would have been like, like going to Allen. Going to Allen. So that's a huge matchup there. Uh, 7-10 game. And then uh, Kansas takes on one guy, Howard. Howard. Yeah, I don't know if he's any good or not. So that's, I don't know. One guy gets five Jayhawks. I don't like. I don't, I don't like the odds there. I don't like Howard's chances in that one. Yeah. And then uh, K-State takes on Montana State. And you'll remember uh, Montana State. Uh, won their conference tournament, and this is trouble. You are witnessing the golden age of Bobcat basketball. Montana State is the 2023 Big Sky Tournament champion. So now I have to overcome the golden yeah. era of Bobcat basketball and take on Montana State a Friday night, 840 the tip-off. Right. They buried right K-State, on, Montana State. Right here on 610 Sports Radio. So it's scheduled for an 840, which mm -hmm. means a probably tip-off by nine. nine. Right here on Six Ten Sports Radio Friday night, they got right. one of the late. Yeah, you get one of the, the well, they get all backed up. There will be there will be teams already. You don't take your Metamucil, you get all backed up. There will be teams already home before K State tips off. Yeah, uh, Friday night. That's, that's Friday, right. Yeah. That late Friday night game sucks. The worst. It's, it's the worst. You wait around all day Thursday. So all day Friday, and then you got to play that game, man. It's it's no good. But uh, I think when you're looking at expectations for what's going on, I, I think for Kansas, the expectation is win it all. Go back-to-back -back for the first time since 06-07 when Florida did it, right? And overcome that 
tremendous adversity in having to go to having Las to go Vegas. to Las Vegas. It's going to be tough with all the slot machines and the strippers and all that kind of stuff that show up in Las Vegas. Very hard to, to compete in basketball out there. And then I think expectations for Missouri and for Kansas State. Kansas State being a three seed, get, get through the first weekend, right? If you're K-State, get through the, for the first weekend. But more importantly, if you're Kansas State and Missouri, you win one game in this tournament, I think you're playing with house money because neither team had any expectation going into this season at all. And both teams did a miraculous job at taking zero expectations and turning it in to an NCAA tournament bid. How about Missouri beating Tennessee the way that they did or whoever they beat the other day? Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. And then, and, and then Kansas uh, State. Tennessee. Kansas State Tennessee. getting that third seed, man. That's awesome for Kansas State to pick up a top three seed. And so I think both teams right now are playing with house money. You get one win in the tournament, both teams are clearly playing with house money based on the expectation that was set before the before season the started. Season, yes, yeah, K-State's got a got – uh, I think K-State's got a shot. I know everybody's loving up Marquette. Who they played? Who? Come on, Marquette. They had nobody. Come on, K-State Marquette? Yeah. I mean, K-State's got a chance in this bracket. They do. I, I like K-State's chances in this thing. They got Kentucky, you know, Montana State, possibly Kentucky, and then Marquette. I don't know. Why Ooh, not? Yeah, go for it. I think they're that. if that's a, a one win and then a law, I don't think that that's living up to it. You don't think so? No, I think Missouri playing to seed probably would be. Uh, Missouri, if they beat Utah State, likely to get Arizona. Nuts, no, no, no wait, Kansas State would have to get by Kentucky in order to get to Marquette, right? Yeah, Kentucky and Mar- Marquette. So, what? Yeah, Kentucky is like a fringe team for a while there. Sure, that's winnable, man. The best part about this bracket is we could see a Missouri, Kansas State, Kansas Final Four because Missouri's in the South, Kansas State's in the East. They would have to play each other for the right to play Kansas in the national championship Let's game. Let's roll. Then Iowa could be there too. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> Iowa's at least coming to Kansas City. I'm rooting for Iowa. I'm a big fan of Iowa right They're now. either coming to Kansas City or they're getting washed in the first round. Oh, by I, Mississippi I State pit tell. winner? I can't tell. Oh, that's Iowa one. State. Who does Iowa have? Auburn. 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 Can't yeah. tell what's going to happen with my team. Uh, the uh, The number one pick goes for big bucks. We'll discuss it next.